The Accounting Influencers Podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom. From the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers Podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful with better data and insights. Those three alliterative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T, dot com and start a free trial or book a demo love that dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients businesses so your accountants get over to dex.com thank you one of the biggest factors in employer brand people think is money and paying people what they're worth is absolutely vital but it's not necessarily about money everyone knows that money isn't everything it's most things, but it's not everything. And in fact, some research suggests that employees would be willing to forgo a higher wage if they found a job in which they felt a sense of purpose and value. Someone mentioned to me recently that uh, one firm had tried giving people a pay cut, but offering them instead a more upgraded title to their role. So upgrading from manager to director or giving them a funky job title. And so people valued that more than the money. There's a famous law firm in London now that has offered its employees a 20% pay cut if they want to work from home 100%. Would you take that? Would you pay off the, the commute, the travel, the coffees, everything else, but be able to work from home? Would you take a 20% pay cut? Now, the downside to that is if you do work from home, they can't include you in the culture. So they've said you won't be on partner track. You won't be able to get involved in any promotion opportunities. You won't be seen as leadership material in there because you're not there. But if you're doing your job and you're a qualified accountant, you can do it all from home. Would you take 20% less to do that? So we're coming back in this episode on rewarding your people properly. It is a key part of your employer brand proposition. This is you saying to the world and to the talent pool out there, this is what you get when you work here. So it's important that you're paying the right rate for the industry, for the competition. This is where we've got to start here. Now, there's going to be some disparity between the smaller firms and the big four, obviously, or perhaps based on geography if you're in a big city rather than a provincial or rural firm. But however you stack up against wages paid by the competition, you want to be at least close. So let's say that. Beyond that, it's vital to remember that money does not feature on the list of employer satisfaction and how your employees want to be valued. It's not high on the list. There are other things that they value more. So it doesn't all have to be what goes into the bank account at the end of the month. Some employees, some staff want to work flexibly or remotely. Others want the chance to work on interesting projects, working with different clients in different sectors. Other people want training and progression, coaching and mentoring. Uh, whatever it is, you've got to use your intel, your recruitment process, your L&D, your HR function to determine what your potential employee wants. 
and then work out a roadmap, a, a process, an onboarding, uh, an employee value proposition that gives it to them. And we know that firms rely solely on money to entice candidates. We'll quickly realize that high wages are no guarantee of convincing someone to join you or stay with you. So where do we get to here? No matter what you pay people, overworking them, giving them boring tasks, giving them boring projects, giving them demanding clients, giving them too many meetings, these all contribute to your place not being fun to work. You've got to build an employer brand around, and here's a new phrase for you, employee value proposition. You can Google this, there are loads of great things on it. An employer value proposition is the benefits, rewards that your employees get in exchange for their time, their energy, their skills, their commitment. And it's at the heart of your employer brand. It should convey what your firm is all about and what you offer. And your employer brand is external. That's what gets communicated to the external world. Your employee value proposition is what you start to talk about when you get people to interview and when you're doing reviews with your current staff. And your employer value proposition should be around certain elements. I'll give you five here. There are a few more, but first compensation. And this is the degree to which your people are satisfied with their salaries, as well as any additional rewards, bonuses, commissions. That's the bank account stuff. But beyond that, another one is work-life balance. I'll talk in a future episode about employee well-being and mental health. Things like that are important. How you look after the the psyche of your staff. But right now, work-life balance includes paid vacation time, sick leave, flexi time, remote working options, healthcare, retirement plans, the stuff that happens outside the stuff in the bank account. Then you've got to look at stability, security, opportunities for progression within your firm, career development, employee training, mentoring, coaching, continued professional development. How do you support them ongoing and equip them with the skills they need to do better and more interesting work? to serve the clients better, to move on and up in your organization. Then location, this is not just the location of your firm, your office, and the town city you're in. We did a piece about that recently on the best cities to be an accountant. But this is your physical working space, your cultural environment of your office. So think about hybrid remote working. Yes, that's all well and good, but that's in their space. This is them coming into the office at some point. What does that look like? Is it the beanbags? Is it the uh, the ping pong tables? Is it the cafe and the muffins and everything else? Is it the cubicles? Is it the private space? Is it the cafeteria? Lots of things go into that. Not making it too gimmicky, but it is part of your employee value proposition. And then the last one, you could call it respect, but it might be values. And this is the team spirit, the relationships, the support, the camaraderie between your staff, the values and how they play out in the everyday working environment. And these all go together to form an employee value proposition. And you're trying to play here to your strengths, but put something in there that you can deliver on. Don't just make cool promises because you'll overpromise and underdeliver. And you've got to get your EVP right so that you can offer more attractive terms to prospective hires. And this means you can leverage it in your employee brand. And I'll give you a quick example just to finish this episode with. And this is something I came across with Sky. You may know Sky Sports. I think they're under the Fox brand, aren't they? They are a broadcaster and their employee value proposition is summarized as a job you love to talk about. And they conducted some research in Found that employees consistently said, when asked, what do you do for a living? They consistently said, I work for Sky. And that was before they started to talk about their exact role as an engineer or a program editor or I don't know, geek there, tech person there, salesperson there. They said, I work for Sky. They led with that. So you've got to think about what your employee value proposition is summarized as. And going into this, it's what you promise and, and how you reward them. And we'll talk a little bit about rewarding your people properly 
more. But for now, just get the basics right. Sick leave, parental leave, no meetings, Friday, zero overtime, mental health support, paying off student loans, having employee lifestyle accounts where they you put some money in their account and they pay for kindergarten nursery places, they pay for pet insurance, they pay for gym membership, but it's what they want. It's got to be about what's relevant to them. Rather than you giving them specific benefits, letting them choose and giving them a little pot of money to play with. That goes down really, really well. Have a think about rewarding your employees properly. And that will form part of your, a strong employer brand and your employee value proposition. Go make it happen.